0: One year, I kind of got an idea, you know, I want to trapping. I like to trap, I like to make lure, and I like to write where can it go from here. I would be able to spend more
1: time in the woods.
0: I was losing money handling fish trapping, but I didn't
1: care. Getting the traps out there is the hardest part, I think, with them. I would leave the critters in the back of my truck in the school parking lot. We're going to set traps, like, no matter what. Some of these guys have trapped these areas for generations. got two the ones, boom.
0: This is northern Michigan. This is what you do. that data rappers in a positive light. I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Do you know everything? This is what I can Trying to learn something from these legends. Ask questions without asking questions. Volumes of Perfect Game magazine. There's actually some paragraphs on Perk Lennon's articles of Perk Lennon. Ads to information, trapping radios. We
1: are trappers on ourselves. To I me, mean, that's pretty important.
0: Alright, everybody listening to me? Develop
1: a system yet because so we ahead of time to build big trappings. If you've got variables, the the same you got mock he started talking about these big fans. Most of my tunes are coming from up top, not down bottom. Probably the best part of the country in the world. I oh, don't better. Trying to set predator trash
0: and trash waiter. back of that beaver looks like it. It's here. You better edit this part out. Yeah, it was better. Back of the first end. this is Trapping Today. I'm Jeremiah Wood. Thank you for listening in. We're brought to you by Kotz Brothers Lures, K A A T Z B R O S dot com. Kotz Bros has everything you need to get started on the trap line from traps, snares, baits, lures, books, DVDs, they've got it, go to kotzbros.com, on Xmaps use your bonus GPS on the trap line, mark trap locations, run tracks, check out the latest aerial imagery and your scout at the, of the season, on Xmaps.com use the code TRAP, T-R-A-P for 20% off and Moyle Mink & Tannery. Get your fur tanned by the professionals. Whether you want a wall hanger or you want to make some mitts or hats, they do taxidermy tanning. Moyle does a, a, a whole wide variety of different tanning services, but they provide an incredible service. And man, it's a beautiful fur when it gets back to you. Uh, Moyle.net, M-O-Y-L-E.net. And if you use their online customer portal, you will get fast service you get the, get a little bit ahead of uh, head of the pack by using that customer portal it helps them and helps you and one thing actually wanted to mention with on just a new feature the cool thing about these guys is they're always coming out with new things and new uh, features and add-ons that one of the most annoying things about on is that every time I open the app it seems uh, they want to up want me to update it like, why do I have to update this thing so often? But uh, it's because they add all these different features and, and through that's how you get through the updates um, on your app. Is how you kind of keep up to pace with that. So the latest update w- was the addition of crop layers. And I was a little bit skeptical when I saw that uh, come across my email that they were going to add crop layers. So you could use... Uh, you could figure out, you know, what crop was planted in different fields. If you trap or hunt in agricultural area, that makes a big difference. Maybe we'll we could spend a little more time in the future talking about that. But uh, you know, the the for the particular crop that's being planted is going to support certain types of animals or lack thereof, and as a result, that's really going to affect Uh, your catch. In fact, uh, here in Maine, we have uh, potatoes as our our big crop. And there are guys that that trap areas, uh, potato farms that are cropped in a rotation. And so potatoes are typically on a two or three year rotation, meaning they're planted either every other year or every third year on a particular piece of ground. And in the off years, it's either a Uh, a grain like wheat or barley barley is probably the most common one here or uh, oats and another on the off year another crop is just a a a cover crop like a grass seed mix or clover some sort of legume um, to to fix nitrogen in the soil so we're looking at different crop every year on these heavily farmed fields actually have some right next to me and uh, the guy that traps him says that he notices a big difference when they're in potatoes. He doesn't catch much. When they're they're in grain or they're fallow or they're in, you know just planted down to some sort of mix, he catches a lot more in terms of coyotes. And that that would seem quite obvious because uh, you know the grain crop is going to be very conducive to uh, having a lot of mice around to to pick up the the uh, the crop that they feed pretty heavily on, which would attract coyotes and foxes, whereas the potatoes is just a completely different crop that doesn't really add a lot. Uh, we see a lot of turkeys in the potatoes though, because they're they're hanging around eating those bugs, those potato bugs, and and all the other stuff. So anyway, it's just uh, another layer, and I do I wasn't sure if it was, how well it was going to work, but I put that layer up. I updated my Onyx app, pulled that layer up and all the fields, I, I tested it kind of based on my my knowledge uh, on what was in potatoes last year, what's in potatoes this year, and it works I mean, as far as I could tell it was accurate, it was very very accurate, and the only, the reason they get this is because farmers, you know, this is different, you know, like livestock like me I don't, I don't report any of this stuff to the government because I don't take government money on for my cattle, but uh, the most farmers that that grow either corn, soybeans, potatoes, what, whatever uh, particular cash crop in the United States have some sort of either subsidy or a crop insurance through the federal government through USDA um, or some something else along those lines. They they they're getting government money, and as a result, they're required to report. Their acreage uh, and what's in, what acreage is in any particular crop in any particular year, and so this is a layer that's just pulled off that onyx. is I assume they just pulled it off of the USDA database uh, that that shows uh, what crops are in uh, in every year in, in geographically sorted out by fields. So it's kind of cool. A, you can turn the layer on and off and kind of toggle around it's it's really neat and it it could uh, help a lot in terms of your planning if you're especially let's say you have an area that you want to trap in that's quite a ways away and you don't have a chance to go and look it over um, but you know what it looked like in the past and you just want to know well are they planting potatoes there or are they planting corn there this year is that an off year are they plant soybeans what's you know what's it going to look like you can you can use this layer to help you to kind of get toward that answer and just a little teaser, we will give you a lot more uh, Onyx stuff in an upcoming episode where Pat Connolly and I talk more about using Onyx for trapping. But in tonight's episode, uh, Pat is back on and we're talking, uh, we're getting on our soapbox. Uh, I'm going to call this the Trapper Soapbox, I guess. Uh, I, I almost wanted to title this episode, Trapping with Your Hands Behind Your Back. Oh, and this is episode 191, by the way, 191. I forgot, like I've stopped numbering a bunch of them and then I go look back and try to figure out where we're at just because we're getting kind of close to 200. And uh, I was like, what number am I at? You know, <laughs> so so just for a little bookmark here, uh, put your finger in this one. It's 191. Um, and we talk about the anti-fur bill in Massachusetts, different laws that discourage trappers uh, make it harder to recruit new trappers, constitutional amendments for hunting and fishing trapping, and uh, my opinions on it. Uh, both Pat and I get on the soapbox and then we talk about sort of education, outreach, and some other stuff. So let's get into it. Hope you enjoy. So, this is probably a good time to talk about uh, some recent legislative activity that was going on in Mass. Um, I think I mentioned it here on the podcast. You've talked with me about it. Uh, what's what what happened there?
1: So they were trying to, um, and they still are. Um, hopefully, it's gonna hopefully it's gonna fizzle out. I, but who knows? But they're, they're we have a fur ban on the books. Um, and excuse me, hold on, sorry. My cat just like pushed open the door. I thought it was my kids. Um, we had a, uh, a. That's why you need a
0: fur shed, Pat.
1: I know it. I know it. I I'm literally I'm literally hiding in my girlfriend's office and I was like, keep the kids away. So I'm gonna be in here for some length of time. I don't know how long. Bring a couple beers and a whiskey, it's fine. Just leave me be, you know. <laughs> so um I'm talking trapping.
0: There's no timeline. Yeah.
1: No, exactly, exactly. And, and she's starting to learn finally. Yeah. You know, I said I said I'd be home soon. I just got chatting about trapping, and then yeah, um, the uh, basically they were trying to ban the sale of of fur, and they were trying to ban fur farms, um, just which another is another way of banning trapping. Just you know, just a real way. Just yeah, let's hey, there's already no almost no incentive to trap in Massachusetts. like hey, kids, you want to get into interested in trapping? Well, guess what. You can buy, you know, a $60 cage trap. I think is probably the, probably the cheapest one you can get without having it fall apart after catching one Wiley Coon. Um, Cause some of them will just get ripped to shreds as I've learned the hard way. Um, or you can get a really nice Comstock. stock. Cause I love my, I love my Com stocks. Um, but those are about 300 bucks now. And you know, I understand it. He's trying to run a business. He's got to make a profit. Steel's expensive. they're, they're. Some of the finest traps I've messed with, uh, but you can understand why it's hard for somebody that maybe just wants to try it. You know, for $300, you could get a dozen Belial's, you know, like right. you could have a pretty good, pretty a, good beaver in a, Yeah, in body.
0: another state, you could be styled. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, $300. That's why I, I think I've mentioned to you too, like I have a, I, I like, I like the US and Canadian made traps a lot more than some of the others. And I'm a, a little bit of a trap snob, but it's yeah, but hard cheap for like, you. They're cheap. Exactly. Wow. Only only thirty dollars for one trap? Wow. I can't believe it. I could buy tons of these. Yeah. So it's it's easy to it's it's not a five hundred dollar cage, I can tell you that, you know? So um but they were just it basically this 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 animal rights group came out of nowhere and they had this bill that they've submitted multiple times before, but for whatever reason it gained some traction and there was weird, weird uh caveats to it too where it wasn't going to affect wool and it wasn't going to affect leather and it wasn't going to affect fly tying supplies so it's like you guys are it's clear what you're doing like it's not even yeah you're not straight at trappers yeah i mean i would have almost had more respect for them if they just went after every animal product because then at least they're being honest at least then they're like we don't want animal products to be used okay at least you have a little honesty and you have some 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 spine to you but no it's just a it's just a spineless attack on the few of us here and there are there are some there's guys that still catch a lot of fur you know i know guys that that regularly catch triple digit beaver in cages you know which is that's no small feat triple digit beaver is respectable anywhere never mind when, you're, when your hands are tied and you can only use a certain means to take and then sure. you can't even drown them you can't even set a calm stock underwater because i know that's one of his favorite sets you with can. those I saw one you cannot set a cage underwater you cannot it was actually so technically it was banned last time we talked was right when the the drowning bill had just passed and um it was so if you actually looked at the letter of the law technically you were not allowed to make any lethal set now I can say that nobody followed that, and I don't even think the con- like the EPOs are environmental police conservation officers, but some people call them gay mornings, what have you. I don't think they ever, I don't think they knew, because it was just one of those things that everybody did it. It was it just new, and and you could you could you could drown animals. Drowning them was an acceptable means to dispatch. Like when I took trap red, they said that was an acceptable means to dispatch an animal um you could do you could again it was kind of a gray area but a lot of guys were set in cages underwater to get mink muskrat beaver otter all that sort of stuff then when they passed the drowning bill it was clear that hey whatever gray area there was well there's none now you cannot drown wildlife period so they, so. they
0: wanted the animals to stay there alive overnight and have you come shoot them and that was yeah that was yep. more True.
1: humane yeah, shoot them, shoot them or, or bludgeon them. If you can't discharge a firearm with 150 oh, feet, oh, that's of right, because
0: you got firearm. Yep, you
1: got. Yep. Right. yep, we got setbacks. We got setbacks for firearms. So you either have to try to whack a beaver with a pellet gun, which if you get a nice one, it does work, but it's not always as efficient as a 22. It's still, it still, it 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 work. It works most of the time, but just the, the hoops they make us jump through is ridiculous. If you if you have a problem animal control license, you're actually allowed to relocate uh relocate strictly for the purpose of, of uh dispatching so but that's a that's a hundred dollar license on top of that so oh God. so yeah yeah no it's a it's a good time um we
0: should title this episode trapping with your hands behind your back
1: <laughs> i know it so yeah so it it makes it it makes it complicated and so um I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah, so there was so that was one of the more recent things. So um, basically, they're trying to make it even harder, and then they're also just trying to remove the market. Like if I made up some beaver hats or something, or made, you know, I think one of my cats that I got this year, I'm going to make into mittens or not mittens, uh, earmuffs. You know, mm-hmm. to give some, to give some friends and stuff like that. Well, that's the sort of thing where um, you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, to, you know, sell those. I wouldn't be able to, you know, but not if that you I'm... went
0: out of state and caught an animal, you couldn't sell it in massachusetts
1: you could not sell fur in massachusetts and you cannot raise fur in massachusetts it's the basically the meat and potatoes of it which is which i had actually written a couple letters to the editor and um in my local areas and uh they i they had some really positive responses and a lot of people you know reaching out and telling me how great it was and then i had one of these you know faux fur you know, mental patients hit, hit me up. That's why I said you'd be surprised who listens because this guy actually—it wasn't my business email because I said you know what I said basically was all the all the science and all that sort of stuff and how it's already difficult enough for trappers and masks. But I also said you can trust me because I have nothing to, I have nothing but right. nothing to. Nothing, I, I would only gain from this. Yeah, you said you're, you're right. Didn't... As
0: an animal damage
1: agent, you what. Right.
0: You, your financial interest is opposite what this—I mean,
1: what, what right. you're arguing for. But luckily, my morals and spine are still intact. <laughs> so, because I want—I want—and I said it last time, people like to view wildlife as intrinsic value or a nuisance. But guess what? When it becomes a nuisance, it loses any sort of intrinsic value and any sort of specialness to it. That's all it is. It's just a nuisance. Now it's like that damn beaver. It's no longer—you don't get to watch them or enjoy them or just like the wolves up the meat with the friends or enjoy their enjoy their their fur and stuff like that so it's just a it's just a just a just terrible attack on on what's a renewable resource so as i was telling you before um the uh my letters seem to somehow inflame the antis more because there was a bunch of there's a bunch of just half cocked replies and the and the and the stuff and and my mentor reached out to me and he says, I know you want to respond. He goes, but I really, I would personally, you're, you're a free man. You do whatever you want, but he goes, maybe just let this one die. Maybe just let it go. It's not worth the response. And then you're just giving them fuel to their fire and then they're going to get better organized and more fired up that there's actually some resistance. So I believe right now it's hopefully tied up in the committee, um, the natural resource committee and what's actually been good too. I've been trying to use my ADC stuff for good. Um, a, a few of my clients, I said, "Hey, how would this affect you know what we got going on?" I was like, "Well, I'm going to charge a lot more. That's for sure. Number one, <laughs> <Yeah. Hit your laughs> pocketbook. Yeah." And I said, "And number two, I'm like any any recreational harvest that we have is going to be there's going to be none. Yes, yeah, so there's 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 no you can keep it yourself, but I mean, there's a how much many?
0: greater chance that that you're going to have what? to pay to have those animals taken care of."
1: much greater than it than it already is because yeah. a lot of you know a lot of the guys are are occasional fur trappers but they mostly do you know damage control skunks and groundhogs and raccoons and stuff like that so if they're not even letting you trap stuff they're still letting you trap it recreationally but then there's nothing you could do well if you're not able to sell your fur i mean i don't think i would get after it as hard i might i mean i, li- I like for a lot i have a problem um but but there are some guys that maybe they'd catch two, three beaver, put up a couple pelts, maybe have a wall hanger for the man cave or make a pair of mittens or something. And then, you know, eat a little meat. And then that's, that's it, you know?
0: Yeah. They wouldn't catch very many.
1: No, no, there's no, there's no incentive to actually harvest what you need to and what we should do, you know? So, so that's been a, that's been a whole thing. I've been, I've been working really hard on that. And just, so they, luckily they were going to try to reach out to some other, you know, Above ground watersheds and hopefully have them reach out to the natural resource committee and say, hey, listen, you know, we, we spoke with our trapper and this is what he said and we agree and, and they came out. So that, that really meant a lot to me. So don't be afraid, you know, to to ask a favor from the folks, even if they're paying you to say, hey, listen, you know, we could this, especially even if you're even if you're in a free state, you know, a free state as I call them
0: <laughs> <laughs> free state. <laughs> is, maine, is maine a free state
1: you know it's it's pretty good you guys got a couple weird things i was looking at the regs that's what i was gonna i meant to bring that up to you in exchange for writing i'm gonna have to have you put me up for a couple couple weeks so i can get after some martin in a year oh, or you're two you're gonna
0: write a hell of a lot more than
1: that then okay all right well i'm just playing i'm just planting the seed you know you got to put in the box. i might have to borrow a snow machine because you know? <laughs> i do i really want to you uh you make it look so fun i really want to get after him um but yeah so it, you know even in a free state, don't be afraid to tell your your road crews or your guys hey listen you know that if we lose means to take you know then that's going to be a lot let's make my life a lot harder you're going to have a lot more problems you're going to have a lot more overtime the guys cleaning culverts and and you know failing your tests and costing costing money because your watersheds aren't what they should be you know so <laughs> it can be you know i think the more people that we can get on our side you know I've been uh, I've been taking it as like a real boots on the ground campaign by uh, ruining parties by only talking about traffic. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. The, the campaign
0: kind of never ends. Um, no, you you can't just wait until the bill comes in the legislature. Yeah, and
1: and and, but no, in in all in all honesty, like just going to cookouts with friends or hanging around on fire and stuff, and they ask what I do, I go, well, let's let's see who's cool, you know, we're about to find, we might, we might ruin this party real quick, but I, you know, it's the weirdest thing, I haven't met an anti in person. Yeah,
0: most people have not even formed an opinion. Uh,
1: Most, most people are in the middle, you know, there's the hardcore maniacs like you and I, and probably a lot of the listeners here, and then there's the people that would do anything they could to get that all undone and totally destroy our way of life and our culture and our means of scientifically based wildlife management. And then there's the people that just that just don't know. They don't even know you can trap still. They don't even know. They don't. They they go beaver. We have those. <laughs> yeah, go fish in that dusk. Like you'll see some. I promise. I'll I'll give you some spots. You want a waypoint? I got plenty. You know. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know it's just, it's, it's important. You know, I I had,
0: what, what do you do? Do you, do you write that letter to the editor? That's such a tough question. I really feel that as a trapper, I I read that letter before you submitted it and I felt that that absolutely needed to be published.
1: I agree. That's why I did it. And man, did I get some flack for it as my, as my, uh, as as my uh, one of my mentors said, he goes, you're on the list now. I'm like, the what? He goes, trust me, they, they keep tabs on certain people and you're on their radar, which is, it's a badge of honor, but just know that you're on their radar now. So,
0: so but yeah. I mean, like, does the good outweigh the bad? I, I really hope it does. I mean, I, I hope that a lot of people read that and said, wow, this guy, you know, has a lot of good points.
1: Right. I have everything to gain from this going through and I'm opposing it. That's what I really hoped was the theme of it you know was that it's only going to help me but i don't want it because it's wrong it's just wrong that's all there is to it and i'm also you know um i'm you know if a man's not a radical at at 20 he's got no no heart and if a man's still a radical at 40 he's got no head what is that the saying you know (laughs) (laughs) so uh i'm a i'm uh i like to think of myself as a live on my feet you know die on my feet rather than live on my knees type you know so uh maybe i should have maybe i shouldn't have but it got said and hopefully it did well, all i all i aim to do is leave trapping better than i found it that's my that's what i try to think about every day is this you know if i can just if i can leave trapping better than i than i was when i started then it's gonna be hard but uh, that's my ultimate goal you know it's gonna be hard I mean, but
0: you're starting from a pretty low point in <laughs>
1: I might have to change that to just if I could just maintain it. Yeah, know, yeah, right? that would
0: be a victory. That would be. A
1: victory. I a, well, there's a lot of guys, and I see guys on like on Facebook and stuff. I follow all the pages, and I'm on all those, and I'm I just a lot of them I like to just sit back because I don't like to. I don't want to, you know. Uh, there's a lot of opinions thrown around, and I might not, I might not be. Uh, I'm pretty green, so I probably am not entitled to some of the opinions I even have, and some of them probably aren't even my own. I might have just picked them up from elsewhere, but. You know some of those pages there was oh we're fine because we got hunt fish and harvest protected by our constitution i just want to be like yeah you do but you don't i don't think it says anything about means of take no you don't that's you you know that
0: that was the biggest thing it was was probably 10 or 10 or 15 years ago that started and i i was just a young kid and i thought that was the greatest thing ever you know constitutional amendment we got to get that in maine protect the right to hunt, fish, and trap, and all these conservative states were getting in. Right. When you really look into, first of all, I don't think in the whole interim time period between the when those were passed, I don't think they've ever been challenged. So we don't really know the the outcome. But the fact is, yeah, you can still have the right to hunt, fish, and trap. But like you said, they can restrict how you do that any way they want. And, right. and it's up to a judge to determine whether that's inf- infringed your ability to hunt, fish, and trap. We already have yeah. tons of regulations on the books.
1: That, well, you know, that- you know what Massachusetts is almost worse than than trapping. You should look at our gun laws. You know, yes. let me let me get. If you want to talk trapping, well, let me tell you about our gun laws because yeah. we have a constitutional you still have the right. right to own a gun. We do, we do. But good luck buying an AR. That's a whole other story. As far as what, what what you can get here, just real quick, you can get a pre-94, you can get a pre-716, or 7 uh, 716 2016 when the Attorney General decided that she was going to reinterpret our assault weapons ban that we reenacted uh, we, after 2004 when the federal assault weapons ban ended. She decided she was going to, ex- or they decided they were going to extend it, and then she decided to reinterpret it decades later to say, you know what? these weapons that you've been selling these, these basically wussified ARs. Well, those aren't actually good anymore either. So actually at this date, whatever one you got is grandfathered in, but you can't get any new ones. So now if you want a brand new off the shelf, AR, it's gotta be a fixed magazine, 10 rounds. So, but we have a constitutional, right? We got a constitutional right to bear arms. Doesn't mean they can't restrict it to hell.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that, I think the, the battle is not there. The battle is not necessarily at the legislature in terms of, you know, how do we protect ourselves? Uh, right. You talked about the battle being on the ground, person to person,
1: and just... Hearts and minds. Hearts and minds. Educate. Reach out to people. Take people on your line. Take people out. Join your organization. If, there's a, if they do a convention, you know, if they do anything, you know, if there's something you can volunteer at. We had... We had a a sportsman show. It was uh, at the Eastern States fairground. It was the first thing mass trappers did in a while. We're just trying to make ourselves known, you know, and we're still here. We're still doing it. We're still doing what's right, but it's more of an education organization. We're still fighting anything new, but we're just trying to, we got too few numbers, you know, it's, it's, if we go to bat, we'll get, we'll get, you know, destroyed and, and Let's be honest, the more I've learned about this, the more I've talked to the older guys, we got thrown to the Wolves in 96 by the other sportsmen. You know, it's, it's sad but true. I mean, we couldn't get Ducks Unlimited, we couldn't get Wild Turkey, you know, all those guys that kicked us to the curb. The only ones that stood with us were the Houndsmen, only because the Houndsmen were also under attack too. And that's when we lost running cats with dogs and running bear with dogs. So... You know we got to unify as sportsmen that's why you know i really like um uh sportsman's alliance i'm i'm a member of them i think they do really good work you know because we're all sportsmen we're all passionate about the outdoors we're all passionate about these resources and the the biology and the conservation and, and we're in the same game just because you're an upland hunter and i'm a trapper or you're a deer hunter and i you know somebody runs hounds with bear a bear with hounds and We're in the same fight, and don't get – these hardcore, really just indoctrinated animal rights extremists, they want it all gone. Don't let them lie to you because look at these places where they said, no, cages are fine. We just don't want those footholds, but those cages are fine. How's that working out, California? You know, how's that working out for you? And Colorado, didn't Colorado just had another attack or a state like New Mexico? I mean, New Mexico lost trap in half the state.
0: public land trapping can you imagine that i i, I kind of dreamed about that a lot of people dreamed about it going to New yeah. Mexico and trap coyotes on public land
1: yeah well now it's now it's only a dream unfortunately yeah you know so it's it's you, you really gotta I've, I've been getting obsessed with that I think Tom Miranda had that beautiful video where he was talking about five percent we only have five percent of licensed trappers that's that's embarrassing. Like, you got to give a damn, you know, and you might not be a guy writing articles or writing to newspapers or getting letter bombs from the antis or whatever, you know, not everyone's got to play a different role in the revolution. That's
0: right. Everybody, that's right. Everybody has their place.
1: And and
0: some people are more suited for the front lines than others.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you could sell two Eastern Bobcats and you could probably get memberships to two states organizations, you know, so it's, it's, it's. You, you just got to, you know, if if you can join. I, I try. I'm I'm. It's my goal. Every state. So I'm trapped in three states now. Every state except uh, that I'm trapping in. I'm I'm gonna join their, Join their organization because I figure I'm I'm utilizing the resource and I'm I'm benefiting from their hard work of or those organizations. And if you can financially do it, I I just implore you, just just join. You know, join the the, the national. National Trappers and FTA. I mean, I, I shame on me because I joined those later than I should have. But dude, the publications you get from them are great. My kids love looking at the pictures and all that stuff. I love the articles. It's 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 good stuff. Take a moment off the phone when you're on the toilet, you know, and look at one of those. They're fantastic. You know, there's there's so much great stuff, and they're doing they're doing real boots on the ground work. You know, I think if we can just just unify and just really fight towards a common goal, you know. Uh, I I have I'm not I, I might be at the place I've I've I helped somebody who was doing a a cage trapping job across the country and I was trying to like mentor him via like Facebook video chats and stuff as how to how to use cages because he was in a state where he could use everything snares everything and I was helping him learn how to set a coro because he'd never done it you know what I mean so I think if I ever do instruction it's gonna have to be a stipulation. It, I, if I don't, if I charge anything, which I probably won't, but if you're a mass trappers member, I'll, I'll take you out for nothing. I'll take you out. If you're a member of mass trappers. I want to, I want to preserve that. I'll take you out for free. You can come on my line anytime. You got to be a member of the association and I might do it. You know, if any guys do instruction, maybe it's an idea. Hey, you know, it's, it's X amount per day. But if you're a member of your state organization, it's this amount less. If you're a member of this state's organization, it's this amount less. And if you're a amount, member of the uh national and the fur takers you know i don't know it's something it's something to think about just to maybe get some of those guys just to hell you know i can save some money i get these cool publications i get to do this and and i'm also i'm paying to protect what i love you know yeah so
0: we definitely it's a need you know we need to band together and you you are not always going to agree with the decisions that are made in your association
1: right we I, Right now, I'm having a fight with one of my oldest friends because it's neither here nor there. But we got to stop these, excuse my French, these old man pissing contests. It's stupid. I can't stand the infighting and the bullshit. I understand a lot of us are hard-headed, pig-headed, individualistic types. I love that. I love that yeah, that's about part them. of the territory here. We're rugged individualists, you know, but now's the time, you know, 3%. Of the, I know it's a silly movement now, and it's all little problematic and whatnot. But three percent of people rose up in the American Revolution, three percent. But we still need people bandaging wounds and making food and running messages and stuff like that. So get involved, do something. You know, it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm, you know, now I'm getting all fired up. Watch <laughs> out! This took a, this took a dark turn. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is in
0: the 70s when the guys are out there chasing fur, you didn't have to worry about this.
1: Oh, you know what's cool? I got. I got uh, uh, a couple lures from Ogorman. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're looking for some great reading, pick up an Ogorman catalog. I, I have so- a stack of Ogorman catalogs oh, in my great. house. It's so great! <laughs> it's and awesome. Then you get a section that's like a yard sale. It's just like a computer page he printed out, and there's like a yard sale of just stuff he's trying to clean out of his first net. I think. <laughs> but he sent me. Uh, he sent me an old old I, oh, I i gotta find it i forget what the um what the publication was but it was one of those you know like like an fta publication or an nta publication something like that and they're talking about oh this celebrity came out against fur and i don't think why, they should why i did think they, send you this? it was just like a little added you see you just threw in like an old just threw it in an old it was like newspaper it was all tattered and old okay. and it was like it was from like 74 or something yeah. like I think he's just, he probably just didn't want his first to catch fire, probably he's trying to, instead of pay for the recycling, he'll make me pay the shipping on it or something. I don't know. But um, it was really eye-opening how similar it all is. And, you know, some celebrity, oh, it's in vogue to be against fur, and I really don't think it's anti-science. It's the same stuff. They haven't changed their tactics. And if you look at the states and you educate yourselves on the steps they take, I think more people can see, uh-oh. They've done this before oh you know it's it's i don't want to i don't want to make a clunky i don't want to make a clunky analogy but i'm going to allude to it um you know like first they came for the houndsman and the trappers but i didn't speak up because i wasn't a houndsman and i wasn't a trapper and then they came for the bear bear baiters and i didn't speak up because i didn't bait bear and then next thing you know you got nothing yeah and the next thing you know it's just it's just wildlife services just whacking critters for 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 nothing you know using your tax dollars and money by the way that you could be making trapping them either for fur or for ADC and then the government does it and let's let's be honest and a lot of the things that the government does are not the most efficient no you know so let's uh you want to talk about onx you want <laughs> no
0: i i, I want to talk about this a little more
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it think, I am going to be on blood pe- blood pressure medication by the end of this call you done, man. <laughs>
0: you still have beers left you...
1: You yeah, get, yeah, you yeah. Need
0: to I, take I, a trip to the other yeah. room.
1: Yeah, no, I just uh, I gotta, oh, shotgun one real quick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk for a minute. Um, so the the difference was back in the seventies, society still was was based on sort of more of a, a rural farming society where people most a lot larger percentage of people grew up in a rural area, grew up on the farm, or their friends were farmers. They had a connection to the land. And so when things came on the ballot, you know, the voters, the average voting public was generally more conservative, more associated with wildlife management, understanding of trapping, regardless of what party they were affiliated with. They they weren't necessarily going to vote for a trapping ban or a hunting ban. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, what's changed now is you've got the antis and then you've got kind of our crowd. But the majority is right out in the middle and they have absolutely no... Clue, and have no skin in the game when it comes to to this whole thing. They don't really understand it, but they think, "Oh, if this is a good thing, I'm voting for. Hey, I'm saving some animals. Uh, some, and this is, you know, this is great for animal welfare. So I guess I'll vote for it. Whatever, you know. And that's that's what we're fighting, really.
1: Right. But it's 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 not animal welfare. The BMPs are animal welfare. It's animal extremism. You know, it's, it's these people that want that to wanna set your dog free because they think your dog's suffering because he, he gets to sleep half the day and hang out and get fed three square. And, you know, like, that's what we're dealing with. But the silver lining, I think, I think the market's showing some positive signs. The people I talk to, when I show them fur, when I have them touch it, when they hold it, when I check out stuff, They're like, it's clear, you know, I I have a I should make it, but it it would be super fun to do a man on the street sort of thing and do one of those, you know, kind of this clickbaity Facebook videos or something where like, hey, feel this. This is faux fur. Look how great it is. Look how amazing it is. This is this is real fur and have all these people speak it up. Oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, it's wonderful. Hey, you know what? That's actually the real fur. That's the real stuff. This is the faux fur. This is the petroleum-based stuff. This is the stuff that'll <laughs> break down into microplastics. You know, when I had that guy who somehow found my my personal email, not my work email, and sent me this long thing. We're from this. I'm not going to give him the name because I don't want to give him the clout. But he said, you know, we're 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 working to. You know, I said, well, the problem is all your stuff's petroleum-based. It's all fo- It's all it's all fake. It's all it's never going to decompose. Or if it does, it'll decompose in two centuries. And he said, well, that's not true. We're doing this stuff with hemp, and we're doing stuff with corn and all this sort of thing. And I looked into it, and I looked into it further. And that product they were hawking, it's something like 67% like petroleum stuff, coal and coal and petroleum and all that sort of thing. And a very small portion of it was these actually renewable stuff. I mean, hemp's a great textile. But you mix some hemp with some, some possum wool, you know, I bet you that'd be a hell of a product, you know, that's, that would be a, a really, really great, n- truly natural, truly renewable, truly sustainably harvested product. Yeah. So, um, I think what I would urge trappers to do, and this is, let me get on, me get on my soapbox again. Make sure you're well-versed on it. Make sure you're articu- articulate. Make sure you're not going to fall victim to the classic circles they run you in and just stick to the facts And because the science is on our side. If you can speak well, and the other thing that does is, is again, when you're at cookouts, when you're at parties with friends, some, some stupid thing your girl drags you to that you don't want to be there at, and they say, well, what do you do? Well, now I get the i get to tell people about what i do and why it's great and why it's best for wildlife and i've really I, it's really been positive it's the reason i keep fighting because most people say i never thought of that and i don't think i could ever do that but hey now they know a trapper and now they say well pat's a trapper no that's not he's not cruel he's not some some psychopath or anything like that you know hmm. he's he's a he's a guy he uses this to feed his family and clothe his family and stay warm when his ice fishing when he shouldn't be. And, and, you know, <laughs> you know, that's, you know, yeah. It, it,
0: I'll get on the soapbox too. Cause I, I would really like to get to a place where we, we make fewer value judgments on what's going on in somebody else's head mm-hmm. because the very basics of the animal rights movement, is somebody else telling you that what you're doing is wrong but it doesn't affect them it really doesn't right and, and so i mean there are there are things in hunting fishing and trapping that i don't agree with that i wouldn't sure. do personally but i would yeah. never tell somebody that they can't do it no um, and and i think convincing more people to kind of swing that direction and and a little more libertarian in, in terms of, you know, let's not try to play God and tell everybody else what they need to do. Let's let's listen to the experts and the, the biologists, the scientists on what we need in order to conserve these populations. But beyond that, let's kind of let, let everybody figure out on their own what is right for them.
1: Well, you know, and I consider myself, I'm, I've been very uh, involved with and getting more into libertarianism as a philosophy and not to get too political but the main the main cornerstone of libertarianism is that like your rights end where someone else's begin yeah and it's about your you people like to equate libertarianism oh so, so factories can just dump in the rivers well no no, no. because because that would hurt other people and it, oh so trappers can just go and take as many animals as they want well no because we have seasons and we have biologists that set the seasons. And if we extirpated animals from the landscape, well, then that would be affecting you, Joe birdwatcher or, or, you know, whatever, you know, it's not the case. That's not what it is at all. So it really is like, let people do what they're going to do. And if you don't like it, don't participate in it, you know? So I feel I saw a fantastic meme. It's like pro tip. If you don't like gay marriage if a gay person asks you to marry them, say, know. No. <laughs> say no. Say no. Follow me for follow me for more life hacks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I feel better. How about you, Pat?
1: Yeah, you know. I do. I do.
0: And now it's time for the Cotsbros message of the week. Go over to cotsbros.com, kaatzbro s.com and sign up for that newsletter. Cotsbros uh has every now and then Kyle will put together, or Callan will put together a newsletter update just to let everybody know what's going on in the industry or what's going on there at at their shop and new products. If they have something new they want to introduce to the trapping industry, they oftentimes give newsletter readers, uh, newsletter subscribers a little heads up ahead of time and special deals that they have going on for a limited time, things like that. so. Check them out. Sign up for that newsletter. You may not get every something uh, on a, a super regular basis, but uh, when they do have an update, uh, you will have it show up in your inbox and keep up to date. All right, guys. Till next time. Thanks again for listening in, and keep on talking trap and keep on thinking trap, and we'll catch you on the next episode.